Broadcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. Cecil, I like the song you chose. Uh-huh. Who's this? Promise. Oh. Uh-huh. Fun fact, me and Dave Stone uh-huh. went and saw them in concert. Uh-huh. Promise sucks. Why do you, why'd you choose this song then? Uh, just, that's what you say. It's an inside thing. Oh. If you, if you really like Promise, you, you say Promise sucks. Oh, yeah. I, I um, recall that. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, now I recall. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people try to just yeah. go with the flow and go to a concert and learn and have fun. Mm-hmm. And they don't know the lingo. Mm-hmm. I get it. There's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a toe tapper here, boo. It is. Uh-huh. Did you have fun at that show? I did. It was a bit scary uh-huh. due to the pig mask yeah. and the... You know, a little daunting, if you will. It felt like I was almost in a fun nightmare, hmm. but not <laughs> musically. Yeah. I meant that in a nice way. Yeah. You know? I understand. Did you have fun at the concert? Oh, I had a rootin' tootin' good time. I bet you did. Yeah, that was oh, a fun wait, trip. you did? Yeah. yeah when you, was that? You were there. Uh, I don't know. It was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? I don't know. There's no way to know. There just isn't. Mm-hmm. Hello, Boo. How about you, Boo? Boo, I'm doing great. Yeah? I'm doing fan you looking wonderful today. Thank you so much. You're glowing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sucking down collagen like it's my job. <laughs> yeah? What, what do you mean by that? Oh, that collagen powder is supposed to our skin all... Everyone, guys, hey, mm-hmm. this is it. This is the PSA. Everyone needs collagen. And there's apparently supplements, and I'm learning the whole world of collagen. And I just I feel like a new woman. <laughs> now, what does it do for you? Unclear. Huh. I think it just makes your skin pretty oh. and then also makes your nails grow okay. and hair, which I need all the help. Yeah. All the help mm. I could get. Boo, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little under the weather. Oh. I, I feel fine. I've got that uh, back of the throat, sore throat thing. I hate it, that. It affects my speech. Like I can't, you know, utilize my tongue, you know, can't form the, the shapes and the letters and the sounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ugh, that's the that worst feeling. Yeah, like that first <sighs> sense of a sore throat. Like you feel it coming on. I don't mind headaches. I don't mind stomach aches, but the sore throat? Yeah, I hate that. Get out of here. But I, I'm all hopped up on vitamin C and echinacea. Oh, good. And some, you got some Celsius? Got some Celsius. Proud of you. Proud of you for getting into that. I used to get echinacea and euthanasia. <laughs> Confused. <laughs> <laughs> euthanasia is the killing thing, right? Yeah. Dr. Kevorkian. Yeah, and another related story. Uh, I had to do a report on euthanasia when I was in like eighth grade, and I truly thought that they meant youth in Asia. I thought I was oh, supposed to look up, I can do, a, see that. do a report on Asian teenagers. Oh, and that would have been fascinating. My friend was like, no, you idiot. And I was like, I don't know. Oh, wow. It's a big word. It is. It's a big word. Tell what it means. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
So what's going on with you? You got Charlie riding shotgun there. I got <laughs> RV in the passenger seat. Um, we For are those doing listen, good. Just let me paint this picture. We're sitting at our dining room table, per usual. Mm-hmm. But now Charlie is in your lap, and Harvey is is also on the chair. Mm-hmm. So right you, next to me, your chair has is got three. We, three we got people three in creatures. It. Three creatures. Three creatures. Um, I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> they are, good Lord. They I know. are needy. It's, Has Charlie been more needy lately? I think so. Hmm. I don't understand why. It's gotten bad. It's gotten to the point where he's sitting on my lap uh-huh. like I am Santa. Yeah. And it's not enough. I have to hold him. I have to pet Harvey. It's kind of <laughs> nuts. It's kind of nuts. It is nuts. So what's going on with you? What you, uh, what you do today? Boo, I went Did to my good. old stomping grounds. Okay. I went to Corona, California, baby. Yeah, right on. Um, now, how far is that from L.A.? Uh, it's about an hour. About an hour. Inland. Yeah. But uh, from Long Beach, it's only 45 minutes. Oh, okay. And then from where my dad lives, it's only 30. How about so, that? So, boom, just chipping away. <laughs> uh, my dad had his... Uh, doctor's appointment out there, Dr. Mm-hmm. Politoski. Shout out. He's a very nice man. Hmm. If you need a doctor, Politoski's your guy if you're yeah. in Corona. Um, then we we drove and we saw my old, the place I grew up in, the really? hill. The hill. The hill. There's no longer a house. So they tore the house down. They tore the house oh. down that my dad made. <laughs> I wonder why they did that. Unclear. I mean, Unclear. I think they wanted to rebuild and yeah. put something bigger and different, but then they just stopped because hmm. the guy that bought it is, it was the, I don't know if you remember this, but Lululemon, Lululemon or Lulu LaRue, which was leggings that a lot of um, people got into selling. It was like a marketing scheme. Uh-huh. Anyway, I think he like went bankrupt or something, uh-huh. but he bought my dad's ranch, so that's cool. There you go. Um, but yeah, it was so surreal. What's there now? Uh, it's everything. It's all the orange groves, pomegranate trees, okay, so everything. The guy kept the, the but orchards. just just got rid of the house. Okay. He's like, beat it, house. You're gross. Are they? Do you think they're still farming? Oh yeah, okay. they are. We saw Rotillo. My that's uh, <laughs> that was my dad's like farmhand. Oh really? <laughs> like his whole career. Wow. I know. So he's still working. Yeah. In the same same area. Yeah. How about that? He's been with us forever. Oh well, that's nope, cool. Harvey. Harvey, come on, nope. bud. Gosh. Oh man. <laughs> oh, get on the table, boy. Yes, but it was interesting when my dad. I was literally raised off of a dirt road, mm-hmm. much like Nell. Uh, I didn't realize how beautiful my surroundings were Mm -hmm. until coming back and seeing it from a fresh perspective and being like, okay, this is basically Griffith park in a different like city. Hmm. And it's just so beautiful. And it made sense why I like hiking and mountains Mm because it reminds me of home. Yeah. My dad and mom sold 10 acres when I was, I forget in high school or college and they made developments Mm -hmm. and the entire, um, they had the option to name streets. So there is a Strandberg Street. How about There that? is a Susie Circle. Huh. And there's a Judy Street. Huh. No, no, no Katie Lane? No Katie Lane because apparently there's already a Katie Street in Corona. Jury's still out on that. Uh, okay. You could have a Katie <laughs> Avenue, a Katie Boulevard, a Katie but Circle. But there's a Nancy and a Lopez. Hmm. So apparently... It's fine. 
I should have saw the writing on the wall back then, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to make you love me. <laughs> but it was good. Well, good, boo. It was how, a nice How nice long has it been ride. since you've uh, last seen that property? Eight years. Really? That long? Yeah, I, I've not gone back. Wow. In a while. So it was kind of, it was, I think it was just in the back of my head that I haven't gone back. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go and be sad. Mm-hmm. But it was neat to go, and it actually made me really happy. I took a bunch of pictures. Well, that's cool. It was a hoot. Right on. It was fun. Yeah, I haven't uh, been to the place I grew up in about seven or eight years, and I haven't been to Georgia in two years. That's very weird for that's you. weird, too. I haven't been to my home state in two years. That's so strange. That's when When's the last time you saw your house you grew up in? My folks sold it and moved away uh, sometime, I believe, spring of 14, so about seven years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I want to go see where where little David yeah. Stone yeah, was, was born and Well, that's raised. where I, we moved there when I was 12, so I lived there from like 12 till I moved out at 19, so my teenage years, and then uh, before that, I spent uh, uh, about seven, eight years in Woodstock, Georgia. Ooh. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Like to see, I felt very uh, John Cusack from Gross Point Blank. Mm-hmm. Like I saw my high school. Really, we went to uh, Hendrickson's, which is a irrigation supply store, oh, okay. which is like my dad's version yeah. of Hobby Lobby. Like if I was to go to Hobby Lobby, did you get some PVC pipe? Or? Um, I really wanted a hacksaw actually, uh-huh. but. I didn't like the sharpness. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but it wasn't sharp enough for you? <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> How'd you test that? Um, I touched it. It oh. wasn't sharp enough. Oh, okay. It was you dull. You didn't bleed. So. No, I didn't bleed, but I mm. did get a nice little hat. So I got a hat. A, if it had been a really good one, you'd have went to the ER. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I just, I was touching it a little bit mm-hmm. just to see. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the sight of you uh, testing out saws is, is, is funny <laughs> to think about. Well, and... My dad was so, he's very boisterous mm-hmm, yeah. and um, assertive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when he walked in, he literally just started, well, I started barking orders. <laughs> the girl working there. And I, I'm his translator. So I said, Dad, there are other people in line. Like, mm-hmm. you have to wait your turn. Oh, God damn it. I don't want to wait my time. And then he just sat. And we waited. Mm-hmm. And I thanked Mary, who was a very sweet lady. That was patient with him. Hmm. But yeah. So learned a lot today. We're right on. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Fun fun little day. Fun, nice little Tuesday. There you go. Boo. Sp- speaking of uh, years and dates and whatnot, uh, as we're recording this today, uh, we record it the day before it comes out most, most of the time, March 23rd, our one-year anniversary Woo-hoo! of the Stonebergs. Yes. We've happy. been doing this dumb little podcast for a year now. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Boo, yeah. happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Oh man. gosh. So what else is going on this well, week? Anything I, exciting? I owe you a, a an apology. Yeah, why is that? Well, uh, Oh, that, last night? There was an oh, incident boy. with a movie choice, guys, and I'm not proud of it. Ooh. Yeah, I uh <laughs> I wanted to I think we should institute a new policy. <laughs> like when you like last night. You suggested the movie, and I was a good sport, and I watched the whole thing. But it was so bad that at, at the end of the movie, I asked for you to pay me $30. And that was a fair price, I think I $30 is a, is a good round number. Okay. Uh, and, and, and it works both ways, you know. I, I recommend a movie, and it sucks. <laughs> I'll pay you $30. 
Okay. I just think that's the the amount that could be a deterrent that that could make us think twice before we just suggest a world class piece of shit like we watched last night. It was very bad. It might be the worst movie I've ever seen. No hyperbole. I mean, I'm not going to say it's the worst because I've seen it. This is definitely... How many movies do you think I've seen in my life? I, I've, I've seen a thousand. I've probably seen a thousand movies, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, this has got to be top ten. Top ten worst movies I've ever seen. Oh, I, I'd say it's the top. 90, it's the worst 99 worst. percentile of, of terrible movies. Guys, do that here's the opposite. thing. I, um, I don't know how that works. I agree with your rule. Mm-hmm. Let's start that now. So okay. I, we learned. All right, so that was your free trial. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. Oh, what was the name of that movie? I, I, I've tried Nocturnal to erase it. it. Not, no, not, no, was, not no I'm sorry. That was something else. Uh, uh, Toller. Oh, gosh. It, it had some real generic <laughs> lifetime movie uh, title. With uh, Kristen Davis from Sex Deadly and the Deadly Illusions. City. Was that it? Deadly Illusions. Oh, my gosh, it was. Could you come up with a more generic... <laughs> that sounds like uh, one of those fake movies that they go see in Seinfeld. Yeah, it Prognosis does. It's negative. Not- <laughs> Death blow. Stop it. Deadly Illusions. <laughs> Pat Oswalt used to have that joke about 10, 15 years ago, rom-coms were all named so generic. Oh, it's yeah. Like, feeling kind of, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> this is right up there with what a generic deadly illusion. Yeah, it's deadly illusion. What's her face? Um, starring Kristen Davis, uh, Greer Gamer, and Dermot Mulroney. Uh huh. He's starting to look like Todd Glass. He really is, and that's that's not an insult. No, Todd's a handsome fella, but he he does he's starting to look like Todd's stunt double. All right. Guys, I'm going to read you the summary because I feel like people don't understand. Okay. To my credit, I was excited. It's a new movie. It's trending on Netflix. It got a lot of articles written about it. Yeah, you said, let's watch this one. People are talking about it. And then we watched it, and I said, what were they saying? I didn't. Just because they're talking, you got to figure out if it's good talk or bad talk, boo. I'm not good at details. (laughs) And, okay, the plot summary. Guys, Deadly Illusions 2021. A best-selling female novelist suffering from writer's block hires an innocent young woman to watch over her twin children. Charlie, shut up. Charlie, stop it. The novelist dangerously indulges in her new bestseller. The line between life and her book becomes blurred. It was so bad. Was the acting bad. was horrible. The writing was horrible. It was the pacing was the terrible. Worst. I mean, just a just a a hot turd. Charlie, Charlie, come on, bud. I'm sorry, guys. He's just. Um, it was a hot turd, and it. <laughs> And at first, it was a funny hot turd. Mm-hmm. But what's with hot turd movies being full two hours? Yeah. Like, shouldn't hot turd movies be an hour and 15 Jeez. at most? I would have enjoyed it. I thought it would have been a funny, dumb, dumb movie. Still don't understand what happened. No. Still don't get it. Still don't care. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Boo, I, I apologize. It's all right. You know. Listen. You, you got to, you know, you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. We do. We got to. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm glad That's we survived that. Omelet that we ate. <laughs> And made us sick. <laughs> Charlie, what's up, buddy? I want an omelet. Oh, what? An omelet. Oh boy. Yeah. 
Um, so what else? What are we? What are we? What are we doing today, Boo? Well, what listen. What are we talking about? We're talking about. You got. We got something special planned, or you have something special. Well, planned. yeah, because it's a year anniversary, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to, you know, celebrate with my favorite thing, mm-hmm. which is personality tests. Oh, okay. Oh, I wanted to go into mm-hmm. it, guys. You made me take one the other day. Yes, I did. Uh-huh. I Charlie, made you take it. What's, um, what's up, buddy? <laughs> he's he has this green little toy. We're gonna have to start hiding those squeaky I know, toys it's squeaky. while we record. It's hard because he's so happy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. Yeah. What if we had, th- this is like our thing. Mm-hmm. We just hear squeaky noises yeah. the whole time. <laughs> what if it was you making that noise? Ah, she's got to squeeze this thing. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So we had a great conversation mm-hmm. because I had an emotional meltdown and I'm really trying let's, to. Uh, let's pause it here real quick. All right. We're back. We had to take care of Charlie. <laughs> take care of Charlie. <laughs> Charlie is no longer with no. Charlie's he no is longer with us. us. He is with us with a bone, and mm-hmm. hopefully he'll quiet down. So yeah, jeez. Personality tests are my favorite thing. You, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on personality tests? Well, um, here's the thing. I've I've had some experience. I don't know if they're personality tests per se. Um, I've a few jobs that I had. One. Being the, I get the thing with the cop. You got to take. I took so many like psychological tests and stuff like that. Oh, I love that. I took a bunch of those, but then other just like regular jobs. I would take these. I don't know if they're personality tests, but like these tests where it's multiple choice, and it's mm-hmm. like if you found out that a coworker was stealing from the restaurant, would you a Tell them and then tell the manager. B, tell the manager, then tell them. C, tell a friend and hope that he tells them. Like, like five, six different options. <laughs> and like, and it's one of those where there's no right or wrong answer. It's like, well, there's plenty of stupid ones. And uh, just they just seem so redundant. Yes. And, and I, got to, I just get so annoyed at those type of tests. And the personality tests are kind of like that, too. Where yes. I agree. So many options. Would you do this? Would you do that? Would you, it's like... I don't know. But then, like, sometimes there's – maybe I'm unique. Maybe my solution to this problem isn't an option on, yeah. on, the, on the Scantron test, you know, yeah. whatever. I just um, – I don't know. I, I got a sour taste in my mouth from just just dumb, bureaucratic uh, red tape-type tests that I've had to take over throughout the years. And uh, I think I just lump these personality tests into that as well, so – I mean, the one you made me take wasn't too bad. At least it wasn't too long. I think it was like 30, 40 questions. Yeah. It was it, the free one online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. I don't know, you know, how accurate they are, what kind of reading you can get, you know, by, by seeing what somebody answered. I don't know. You're well, the expert on that. I'm not the expert expert. Mm-hmm. I do know a lot. So I just want to go ahead and tell everybody, I don't know everything about this. <laughs> However, I find that personality tests for me help me understand other people's point of views because I'm selfish and I never really understood Mm -hmm. like I would kind of judge people like oh they're quiet they suck oh they're this but then I understood introvert extrovert Mm -hmm. and I guess the problem that you're describing with personality tests is Okay, we're just lumping, we're just boxing people. Yeah. Like this person's this, mm-hmm. this person's this. And I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. However, I do like a broad map of okay, these are different personality types. This is how people interact with the world. And that helps me be able to connect with others. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm perfect. <laughs> no, but this uh, particular test we're going to be talking about is the Myers-Briggs test, which is very, very, very common. And a That's lot the of one people, I took? Yeah. Okay. So everyone, uh, it's the, it has four letters. Mm-hmm. It's the four-letter test. And so... What do you mean by that? Okay. So... The overview of the Meyer Briggs guys. Guys, guess what? I did research. I'm so excited about this. Really, it's super weird. Okay. So you got the first letter with which is either an extroversion or introversion. You're either an E or an I. Okay. Extroversion, introversion. Everyone knows that, right? You want to give us the definitions of those two just to refresh our memory? Oh, sure. Okay, so extroverts, um, are outward turning mm-hmm. and tend to be action oriented, enjoy more frequent social interaction and feel energized after spending time with other people. So other people fuel them and mm-hmm. you know, like your mom is a huge extrovert. Mm-hmm. I'm an extrovert. Um, but see, even with that, like other people feel like I like to be around people I like. Right? I hate being around people that annoy me. Right. It's just what refuels you, though. Mm -hmm. Like, even I get a boost when other people are around me and I'm I'm getting, like, energy from them. Even if they're kind of shitty, obviously, (laughs) family. But uh, I don't know. I think – I don't know everything, though. I don't know. (laughs) I got caught in my head. Anyway. Okay. So introverts are inward turning uh-huh. and tend to be thought oriented, enjoy deep and meaningful social interactions and feel recharged after spending time alone. Mm-hmm. So that's an introvert. Okay. Okay. So we're all extroverts and introverts in a degree, uh-huh. but most of us have a preference for one or the other. Okay. The next letter, letter two of four, is sensing S or intuition N. Okay, so this one is how people gather information from the world. So just like extroversion and introversion, all people spend time intuiting depending on the situation. So Intuiting? Is that intuiting. a word? Intuiting. Hmm. Yeah, it is. Interesting. It is, <laughs> I think. Sorry I'm late. I was busy intuiting. <laughs> okay, so sensors, sensing, they tend to pay a great deal of attention to re- um, reality. So what they can learn from their senses. Hmm. So they're all about the here and now. Yeah. They focus on facts and details and enjoy getting hands-on experience. Hmm. Now, intuition, the ends, pay more attention to things like patterns and impressions. They enjoy thinking about possibilities, imagining the future, and abstract theories. So they're kind of in a different world. Okay. All right. Next letter. Uh-huh. We're either thinkers or feelers. Okay. All right. This is how people make decisions based on information given to them. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just went into Jewish mother mode. Okay. Uh, people who are thinking are obviously about facts and objective data. Mm-hmm. The, they're consistent. They're logical and impersonal when weighing a decision. Mm-hmm. Those who are feeling likely to consider people and emotions when thinking of a conclusion. Hmm. I'm a feeler, if you didn't know. Yeah. (laughs) And the last, judging and perceiving. Mm. Oh, this scale. 
guess what, guys? This is how people deal with the outside world. Okay. So if you're a judger or judging, you prefer structure and firm decisions. People who lean towards perceiving are more open, flexible, and adaptable. So those are the four sections of the Myers-Briggs. Okay. And that's how we... So we're all one of them. So there's 16 different types, guys. Mm. I know. We're not going to go over all of them, or are we? Do you want to? What do you want to do? I mean, you're running the show here. Guys. What did I score? Okay. Let's get into this. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. Did I pass? You passed. Okay. It's not a passing. Everyone Uh, passes, boo, uh, you silly silly goose. Am I a psychopath based on this? Kind of. Do I have Actually, you are the rarest type. Really? On the Myers-Briggs scale. The rarest? Yeah, it's 1% to 2% of the population has your personality type. Really? Yes. Is that good or bad? I'm unclear. <laughs> Still out. Still out. Huh. I know. I know. Do you want to know what your name is with your type? Yeah. Explain to me my score and what that means. All right. You are an INFJ, okay. also known as the advocate. Okay. INFJ. Mm-hmm. And, and those stand for introvert... Intuition. Intuition, feeling. Mm -hmm. And judging. And judging. Yeah. So that's why we actually, our personality types, I thought I got rid of that. Charlie, buddy. We're going to flush you down the toilet. I want to flush him down the toilet. Um, Jeez. (laughs) Not the H. No. Um, He's been saying what the H a lot. He really has. And he, he makes it clear to me that the H stands for heck. Oh, not yeah, not he, he, H-E double hockey no, sticks? No, Lord, no. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't curse. He doesn't like foul language. Unless I've been gone for more than five hours. Yeah. Then he curses. Charlie, will you do me a favor and shut the hell up? No. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm a, You're I'm an INFJ. So, famous INFJs. Wait, but before you do that, oh, wait. explain what that means again, though. Like oh, I'm in, in, sorry. in real world terms, what does that mean? Okay, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it, boo. All right, so it's called the advocate. Uh-huh. You seek meaning and connection in ideas, relationships, and material possessions. <laughs> I seek material possessions? <laughs> that's what it says. Well, I am into records. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's the only thing I'm yeah, really yeah, materialistic yeah. about. I guess that's true. You're, huh. you're a record guy. Yeah. All right. Well, records and camping gear. That's the only thing I spend money on. All right. So your strengths are insightful, creative, serious, quietly intense, persevering, inspiring, loves languages and symbols. Huh. Mm-hmm. Weaknesses, perfectionistic, extremely private, can burn out easily, always needs a cause. Huh. Now, I know. You want to understand what motivates people and are insightful about others, conscientious and committed to your firm values. Hmm. Yep. You develop a clear vision about how best to serve the common good, a.k.a. Street Justice (laughs) Dave. Isn't that insane? So famous people that are the advocates. Jesus. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Mother Teresa. Uh Made me in his image. Uh, From the smash hit movie To Kill a Mockingbird Mm -hmm. and book... Atticus Finch, Mm -hmm. and Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Atticus Finch, that was a character though, right? Yeah. So Hmm. a lot of, (laughs) yes. I don't know how effective that is. No, characters in movies and stuff, if it's well written, there you go. They're a very good fleshed out person. And this is the uh, things. It's uh, the research I I found. Interesting. On TikTok. Okay. Okay. The research is a little 
Yeah. I would have thought Shall I'd be it. a little more of a Boo Radley. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Boo. You're not. You're an I-N whatever. F-J. Yep. F-J. Okay. So, yeah. So. That's you. 2% of the population, baby. Jesus and me and Atticus Finch. <laughs> yeah. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa, Boo. Hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. That is. Buddy. Oh, man. He's whining. He is awful. Charlie, buddy, what's the problem? He doesn't know what to do. So what uh, uh, What were you? What did you score? All right. Well, I'm obviously mm-hmm. the champion. Yeah. That's what my name is called. Really? I am an ENFP. So I'm an advocate and you're a champion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm an extrovert, intuitive, feeling, and perceiving. So P and the J is where we kind of butt heads because okay. I'm more like, ah, oh, flexible and open. And you're like, no. Oh, P and the J. P and the J, babies. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so I'm enthusiastic, imaginative. I see life as full of possibility. I make, connection, I make connections between events and information quickly and confidently proceed based on the patterns. I see. I want a lot of affirmation from others and readily give appreciation and support. I'm spontaneous and flexible, and I rely on my ability to improvise. Yeah! Huh. Famous champions, Robin Williams, Michael Scott from The Office, hmm. Ellen. Ellen, there you go. Yeah! <laughs> so, there you go, guys. <laughs> so, I am the 10th. Most rarest. Okay. So I'm right in the middle. Okay, I'm not special. But you're number one. Really? So I'm 10, you're Mm. one on the rare scale. Now, I know this isn't a pass or fail thing, but, uh, like, what score would just a world-class asshole get? Like, what's what's the score you don't want? Okay. Or or, or not score, but... There are certain personalities Mm -hmm. that don't do well together. Uh Uh-huh. Um, for you, actually, I know this one quite well. Whew. All right. I think it's, oh boy. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot, but I'm trying to look for, uh, yep, my dad. <laughs> I'm basically looking for my dad's personality right now, guys. <laughs> oh. Uh, Did you make him take it? Yes. Oh, really? But this isn't him. This is, I think, your first. This is actually what they said is your nemesis. Okay. Ready? You ESTP, the persuader. Flexible and tolerant, they, may, they take a pragmatic approach, focus on immediate results. Theories and conceptual explanations bore them. They want to act energetically to solve the problem. Focus on the here and now. Spontaneous, enjoy the moment, and they can be active with others. Enjoy material comforts and style. Learn the best through doing. Famous persuaders, Ernest Hemingway, Madonna, Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. Yep. <laughs> so that's the person I, I would get along with the least. Yes. Is the persuader. Yes. Interesting. I know. Huh. I know. Okay. So, yeah. Isn't this interesting? It is, is this neat. interesting? No, it is. I feel like this is more female driven. No, it's interesting because. Walk me through why. Well, Personalities, it, it's one of those things like, um, I don't know, it's like flavor and taste. Like everybody perceives it differently. You know, what? what's spicy to you is not necessarily spicy to me in the context of food. You right. Know? And I feel like personalities, it's not, it's not um, 
I think personalities are intangible. Like it's hard to like quantify, not quantify is not the right word, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's hard to regulate it. It's hard, it's hard to like hone in people's personality. Like, yeah, you could articulate, I don't like this person because ABC, or I do like this person because ABC, you know, whatever. But this is interesting because you're putting some real X's and O's mm-hmm. to someone's psyche and, and personality. Well, what I like about this test, mm-hmm. and you're absolutely right, I think we all are different and magical snowflakes with shadows and, and we, you know, we're all wonderful, mm-hmm. right? And have our weaknesses. However, I like this personality test just because it helps me understand how people view the world, how you, uh, it's like a, per, it's like a character study. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at, oh, okay, uh, an introvert person needs time alone. They need to take time with their thoughts. They have to be kind of, okay, I'm going to take about a day or two to like let this sink in. I'm mm-hmm. going to go camping. I'm going to do whatever. And uh, I am the opposite as an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I want to talk it out until <laughs> it's over and dead. And then I want to talk about it some more. Hmm. I'm all about the feelings. All about them. <laughs> Please talk. But yeah, it, it helps me see... Okay, this is how I'm perceived. Mm-hmm. This is how I don't know. I just think it's just one of those uh sorry guys, we got a Charlie issue. <laughs> I think it's one of those tests that yes, it it was made by a human. We're all humans. However, uh it's based on a lot of people taking it and I don't know, it's fun. It's fun for me, and I don't know why I love it so much. Per this test, are you and I compatible? Dude, we're one of the most compatible ones. Really? I know. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. I'm going to read this because I'm excited. That would be discouraging if we, if we weren't. <laughs> I know. I was thinking that like, oh, this would take a weird turn. All right. I'm pumped because it says, send, uh, oh, yeah. Intuitive feelers. So that's, oh, wait, no. Oh, yeah. So ENFP, that's me, INFJ, have a satisfaction rate of 73% in couples. Hmm. Intuitive feelers tend to place a high value on relationships and are the most likely of all types to devote themselves to healthy relationships and open communication. Hmm. So I'm about the open communication and relationship, and you're like, let's do good for others and stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. That was a very elementary way of saying it. <laughs> well, you're okay, cool sometimes, as long as yeah, I, I give away the food that you wanted to eat. Okay. That was one time. <clears throat> and also, uh, you know what? Let's just go over how each person, what sentence someone wants to hear with each type. How's that? Okay. Okay. So, guys, I'm not going to go over each type because I feel like that's going to be really long. Yeah. Okay. So, what each Myers-Briggs type wants to hear. If you are a INFP. Which is you. No, I am an ENFP. Oh, okay. You want to hear? I'm an INFP. No, boo. Oh, okay. Golly, you're Okay, what you want to hear. INFJ. I appreciate you. Huh. That's a sentence that makes you feel loved. And valued. Okay. And guess what? I appreciate you. Well, thank you. All right. For me, ENFP, I, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> like, I understand. B, 
being misunderstood is the worst thing for ENFP. Uh-huh. That's why I'm always like, you, you know what I mean? Do you get it? Am I, you under, am I making sense? I say that a I lot. have some of that. I have that uh, in terms of uh, stand-up. Um, one of my problems early with stand-up was my jokes were a little too wordy. And my logic, and I was aware of it, but my logic was if if you don't laugh, I want it to be because you didn't find it funny, not because you didn't understand my point. I I, I tend to get a bit redundant, repeat things, but it's because I want you to at least understand what I'm saying. If you find it funny or not, you know that's up to you. But does that make sense? So I would I would be very redundant uh, oftentimes and, and and a bit wordy. But I don't know if I'm that way in real life. You're not. Okay. You're not. You're very clear and concise. Mm-hmm. And you actually have a very good bedside manner when mm. you're talking about your point of view. You're not, you're not polarizing. You're very mm. much like, this is what I believe. Uh-huh. Okay, help me understand your point of view. Mm. Or, you know, it, it, it feels less. And even though inside you might be like, fucking moron. But you're very good at. That, uh, I think that comes with age. I think 20 years ago, I probably would have scored differently. But, yeah, I, I want to I, – I, even when I don't understand what your point is or what you're saying, I, I'm trying. You yeah. know, rather than just – like 20 years ago, I might have – if I initially didn't understand it, then I just shut it down. You know, like, But now it's like, okay, I don't get it, but try to help me get it. Yeah, help me – well, let me learn. Mm-hmm. And – that really, I don't know. That's a very good way of being. Hmm. That's a good way of being, boo. Yeah. And guess what? I appreciate you. Well, and I feel you. <laughs> Mine's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on uh, horoscopes and astrology and stuff? Oh, big believer in it. Yeah. I know. No, uh, what? I. Here's the thing. I think it's. I don't know enough about it. I'm not shitting on it. I Again. What little I, I'm sorry to cut you off, oh, but no, what okay. little experience I have with it. Makes me think, huh? There's something up there. Well, I had I had uh, someone read my tarot cards one time. Tarot, Tara, 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 and that was like shocking how accurate it was. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, I believe in horoscopes, but very specifically, uh-huh. each horoscope is actually very different. Yes, there's okay. You were born in this month. Here you are. But if you go into specifics. There's actually a birth chart you can do. So it's based on your exact time, where you were born, what year. It's it's very specific, like hmm. down to the second. And that is based on the sun, where the planets were aligned and all this stuff. And that explains your solar chart. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a universe, solar, uh, something more tangible, mm-hmm. like I think it's really cool, and it's very, very in-depth. And a lot of people have, oh, this is my strength. Of course, I was born, you were born in the shadow of Venus and the blah, blah of Taurus, Mm -hmm. and this is why you react this way. And there's certain personalities that you are going to fight with no matter what because you guys just have different points of view. Again, broad strokes, putting people in boxes in a way, but I think each... Actually, with each and every uh, birth chart, every single one is different. It's like a fingerprint. Huh. Yeah. 
What does uh, mercury and retrograde, what the hell does that mean? Okay. Uh, Best way to describe it is imagine being on the 405 freeway Mm -hmm. and then it going down from four lanes to one. Okay. And everyone's just like, it's, it's tense and it's when... I don't know the exact thing. That's I got that as an example once, and that really helped me. Uh, but yeah, it's just an intensity regarding planets, and I don't know all the crap, but like you feel it in the air. It's almost like a full moon. Like people get angry, and it, you just feel awful. Everyone feels it, or certain signs feel it. Certain signs feel it more, but everyone—it's almost like quarantine, right? Everyone felt okay. Stay-at-home order. It wasn't uh-huh. great. Like you felt the ick in the air. That's kind of huh. Mercury retrograde. Okay. And how often is Mercury in retrograde? That is a great question. I mm-hmm. do not know. Okay. I don't know, Boo. That's all right, Boo. I just don't. I feel you. No. <laughs> Thank you. you. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Well, this is interesting, Boo. This is, um, I'll be honest, I I don't know anything about any of this type of stuff, Um, but it's interesting. Well, it's understanding, for me, I want to be healthier, and I don't want to have, I don't want to become an unhealthy version of myself, which is when I get upset or frustrated. Mm -hmm. I don't want to take shit out on you in a sarcastic, mean way. Mm -hmm. And so when I do that, I'm like, okay, crap, what's going on? And... Knowing your perspective is actually, I'm not just saying, okay, this is you in this personality. That's because mm-hmm. you're more than this. Yeah. But it helps me, oh, okay. So this way, when I communicate this way to Dave, that's probably a little frustrating. So I'm going to go ahead and communicate in a more concise way. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and, you know, just trying to find that balance with your partner mm-hmm. and being open and communicative is that the right word for I that? I believe so. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, being open in that way mm-hmm. is really helpful for me to be a better partner and a better friend and a better, like, I just want to understand people's points of view and not, because I can be very reactionary where I'm just like, ah, emotions. Hmm. But it's like, wait, if I take a pause, okay, that person probably didn't mean to say that in a tone that hurt me. If mm-hmm. they have a problem, they'll let me know. You know, it's all about therapy and all that stuff as huh. well. Do you want to hear your personality in a sentence? I have a lot of worksheets. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Lay it on me. All right. INFJ, I won't judge you. That's my personality? Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know how accurate that is. Well, I judge people. When you're healthy, though, mm-hmm. when you're at your healthy self, mm-hmm. you're very zen. You see both sides. Yeah. Sure. You have a bit of a passionate <laughs> judging streak. I have high standards. You do. And you expect that from. Mm-hmm. The people in your life that you put a lot of friendship and care into. Yeah. A lot of high standards. <laughs> I, I, and I don't want that to come off as like self-righteous, like, mm-hmm. you know, or pretentious, like I have high standards. But no, like. You get it, what you give. It's the golden rule. You give rule. a lot. It's yeah. the golden rule. Like, you know, I expect you to treat me the way I treat you yeah. or the way I expect to be treated, you know, and I'll try to treat you the way I want to be treated. I don't know. And just sometimes it is frustrating living in a world and being that way. Yeah. You know, something as simple as why would anybody park like that? What an asshole. You know, Mm -hmm. I park this way because I'm considerate of people around me. But this guy got his head up his ass. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. If that's something I do need to work on is like not sweating the small stuff. And I feel like big picture I do an okay job with that. But like 
you know, I'll be in a fine mood and I'll be out on the walk and I just see someone parking like an asshole and it just pisses me off just for like five seconds. It doesn't, doesn't linger. Yeah, you do good with not yeah, I, I, linger I, anymore. I, I, I get it all out and then I move on. But like, you know, little spurts, five, ten seconds at a time, I just get furious at stuff that shouldn't. Okay, yeah, Dave, some people park like an asshole. Did it affect your parking today? No? Then move on. Also, I think it's you like to vent out loud, which mm-hmm. is fine. I I think a lot of time when we first were getting together, I think I would take that as like an attack slash, mm-hmm. wait, calm down. Don't be mad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and sometimes you just got to vent, yeah. but also you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So if they park like an asshole, maybe they had no idea. Maybe they're in an emergency. Maybe they got frustrated, had the worst day of their life at work, Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? So that that's the uh, the P, the N, and that's your J. That's the how the two mesh. If what's you will. the P? Perceiving, Perceiving and you're and judging. judging. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and me in a sentence. I'm fine. Is that really? Yeah. Boy, that's accurate. I'm fine. Does it put an asterisk <laughs> towards inflection <laughs> and tone? Because <laughs> there's a difference from I'm fine. From, I'm fine. Or, fine. Fine. I can always tell when you're pissed because you're, you utilize incredible word economy. <laughs> when you're pissed, I'm lucky to get a syllable out of you. <laughs> Is everything okay? Fine. Oh. Uh, do you want to go do a subject? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, how are you? Well. Well. <laughs> yeah. You just get silent. You don't do that. And you'll bite your lip. You'll do a, mm, not going to say anything. Not going to say anything right now. You do very good with not saying things. And I'm like, I want to say everything right <laughs> now. And you're going to hear it. So, yeah, I, I got into this because it helps me see the world in a different way. Hmm. You are really good at all this, boo. Um, I love it. I love it so much. Like, because you're so well-read in this field and have experience with therapy and stuff, like, I've learned a lot from you just in real life in terms of, you know. What uh, not to do. Well, no, just, <laughs> I think I'm thinking on a little more black and white level, you know, right and wrong, black and white, where you're a little more gray, and I mean that as a compliment. Oh, yeah. Like, Something as simple as you're the one that taught me about, you know, sometimes in an argument, it's not about what it's about. Oh, yeah. It's never about what's about. It never dawned on me Mm -hmm. about that. Like, I get in an argument with you or a family member or something. I I assume that we're arguing about the thing that we're arguing about. And you're like, no, sometimes it's not about that thing. That thing is just a placeholder for a bigger thing. Yeah. If I get exact, yeah, it's... um. It's almost like who you get a gift from, right? Mm-hmm. Say I get a gift from Liz or Lou. Uh, I will treasure it. It's going to be the greatest thing. I have magnets from Lou that I'll keep forever, a keychain and earrings from Liz. Like These are amazing things. If my um, a friend of mine who I don't really care about, who's like a sister to me, mm-hmm. gave that to me, I would throw it in the garbage mm-hmm. because... It's what was the thought behind it. Yeah. You know, it, and I know this sounds weird, 
and it's very Murray Kondo, but if it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I can absolutely, I can just tell when it's from somebody that's like here, mm-hmm. you know, and that's yeah. why I doing it just so you can't something. say I didn't get you a gift. Yeah. You and, know? but what I do love about gifts that aren't, I don't necessarily like either though, if it's coming from somebody I appreciate or love mm-hmm. or it's like, oh, this was your cute way of showing me how much you love me. I'm going to keep this always. Like it might not, it might be a sign that says love where you live or whatever. And I want to throw it into the garbage, but I'm going to keep it because yeah. my client gave it to me and why not, uh-huh. you know? And now I use it as a crafting tool, hmm. a ruler. There you go. There you go. That's what you do. Um, what about, you've, you've got a note here that says, uh, careers for each type. What's Ooh. a good career for my okay. score and your score? Okay. Your score, I in, where are you? Oh yeah. Okay. Are you ready for this? Is it professional baseball player? <laughs> okay. It's the advocate. So psychologist. Psychologist. Counselor. Huh. Social work. Huh. Mediator. Minister. Boy, I have no interest social in any of Social advocate. That. None of that. <laughs> That's not true. Well, I respect, you know, a social advocate and stuff like that, but like. Oh, ooh, and teacher. Psychiatrist. Wait, let me see. Yeah, teacher. I wanted to be a history teacher when I was younger so. just because I wanted to be a football coach. Was, Listen, this doesn't. I was going to go that old route. Just, I'll just be a history teacher and coach football. And also um, character actor. Really? They're very weirdly specific. It's huh. like inventor, character <laughs> actor on a sitcom. <laughs> um, but yeah, smoothie shop clerk. <laughs> I once had a personality test tell me I should be a fish monger, huh? Which I wasn't mad at. You'd be a good fish monger. Yeah. Um, let's see, ENFP. Where's mine? Okay, charity director, character actor. Oh, I guess there's two. Hmm. Good job, boo. Uh, event planner, news anchor. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Sopranos. <laughs> and public relations. Huh. That's a horrible field to be in. I don't know. I guess I like the public, and I like relations. Yeah. So maybe it'd be perfect. Hmm. Who knows, boo? Hmm. Who knows? Interesting. So, yeah. Guys, listen. So where can people uh, take this test? Myers-Briggs. Just <laughs> Google it, guys. Uh, I don't have the M-E-Y-E-R-S? exact website. M-E-Y-E-R-S? Mm-hmm. Myers-Briggs. Yes. Well, yes, yes, yes. That, and listen, guys, if you if you need any help with this stuff, give me a mm-hmm. message on Instagram yeah. or email, whatever. Mm-hmm. I love this crap. Yeah. I could talk personality tests all day long. For those of you that are falling asleep, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Happy year anniversary. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Yeah. We're getting into it. Mm-hmm. We're getting into it. <laughs> this feels like I said now for our year anniversary we could talk about whatever you want to talk about. And you're like, oh boy. And I was like, yeah. You have been trying to get me to take personality tests for years. It has been a very long Now that's not the process. first one I've taken, right? I've done it before. Oh guys, I love it all. Uh there's Myers Briggs, there's also the Enneagram, which I love. Okay. That's the one from Monks or something. Huh. And I took that one. Yeah, you took that one. Yeah. Um, I forget what you were. Hmm. Anyway, long story short, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. If it's a personality test, let's do it. Hmm. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. That's not a personality test, but I like that book. Mm-hmm. You know, five languages of love. I want to know them all. Yeah. I want to know what yours is. Huh. I want to know what mine is. You, you, you know what all that is. 
Your love language? Yeah, you've studied all that before, right? I've studied it. Yeah. What's your love language? Giving gifts. Giving gifts. But what's, what's mine? Yours is how you receive or how you give? Both. Uh, I believe it's quality time. Is how I receive? Uh-huh. Okay. And you, I believe you give quality time. Acts of service, maybe? Acts of service. Yeah. Okay. Mine is I receive by acts of service. Uh-huh. And I think you also receive by words of affirmation. Okay. We all need love, guys. Uh-huh. There's not only five of it. Again, this is all just, you know, broad strokes. Every morning I wake up and I say, please tell me I'm pretty. Hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Whoa, world's colliding. <laughs> well, this is very informative, Boo, because yes. I didn't know shit about none of this. Did but, you know uh, shit about fuck about it? I don't, oh. I don't know shit about fuck. Well, guys, I'm here. I am here for it. And if you <laughs> like it, let me know. And if not, you know, then leave it. It's like a buffet. Take what you want, leave the rest. Exactly. Take all you want, but eat all you take. Yeah. That's what my dad used to say. Oh, from, that's From day cute. one. I was a little big kid. Really? Take all you want, but eat all you take. Man. And you're like, okay. Like, no problem. <laughs> 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 um, big news in uh, the Stoneberg house. Uh, yours truly is getting his first vaccination shot tomorrow. Woo! So you got yours last week. I did, and it kicked my ass. What can I expect? For me, I was tired in a way, because I'm always tired. Mm-hmm. However, this tired was, oh, I'm going to sleep. There's no reality TV mm-hmm. on. It is dead. Yeah. I felt a little more emotional than usual. Mm-hmm. I felt just out of it. Did like you get I, nauseous or anything? I didn't get nauseous. Headaches? No headache. Huh. But, but your arm hurt like hell, right? I couldn't feel my arm the next day. That's mm. for sure. It was tingly and weird. And I worked the next day. And my client was like, you don't have to show me all the arm exercises. And I'm like, it's fine. I don't feel a thing. But yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. But mm. I know it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You're going to get vaccinated. Hmm. We're vaccinating you up, boo. That's right. Got to. We got to. I've been putting it off. I know, and I yeah. made you do it. <laughs> I signed you up. Yeah, you took care of all that. I did. Oh, what else? Uh, Should oh. we get into calls? No, nah, I think uh, I think we're kind of uh, getting to the point. We need to land this plane. Oh, man. That's Guys, all right. I'm sorry. Listen. No, no, I enjoyed it, boo. I enjoyed you think? learning about all this stuff. I hope the people enjoyed it. I hope it didn't feel like a TED Talk. <laughs> I don't think it did. No. Or like a fun TED Talk. Mm-hmm. I'd be a good TED Talker mm-hmm. if I like memorized stuff and yeah. didn't go on tangents. You'd be actually a really good TED Talker anyway. Anyway. What were you going to say? I'm I sorry. don't remember. I ruined it. Hmm. I ruined it. Did we talk about last week? Uh, I finally talked you into coming camping with me. We talk about that. We did. Yeah, okay. We did, you, you and I got myself that? a hat, a yeah, sun hat today. You got a nice straw hat. Yeah, the Hendrickson. I like it. Uh, something irrigation store. That's where my dad took me today. You got the straw hat. <laughs> I got a safari hat. You got a safari hat yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, it so buttons up. We're uh, floppy hat buddies. And you got a whole set of gear. You oh, got. Yeah, I got so much gear. And he has a camping. It just. I'm I'm proud of you. I set up the uh, the uh, tripod the other day in the living room. That was pretty cool. Yeah, a little cooking tripod. It was pretty neat. Hang my Dutch oven from. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. Very excited about that. You got me a camping stove. I got you a camping stove. So I got the stove, I got the tripod and Dutch oven, and I have two camping grills. Yes. So 
we're just, I mean. Oh, and he already has his uh, menu guys planned yeah, for the, the men- entire trip. Got the menu planned out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, keep, keep the fellows well fed. I got to work on our menu. So, because uh, me, and, me and some friends are going a uh, week after next. Mm-hmm. And then uh, about two weeks after that, you and I are going. Yep. So, and you've never been desert camping before, right? Mm, no. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to experiencing new things. We're gonna, you're going to experience some <laughs> UFOs, what you're going to experience. I'm excited, and I will bring caffeine so I could stay up late. Listen, I am going to be there in experiencing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, we got any word of mouth? Did we watch any good movies this week? Were they all crap? Uh, we watched... Uh, I think they were We talked about um, uh, Usual Suspects. That didn't hold up. Oh, it didn't that hold up at me. all. I know. Um yeah, uh, Deadly Illusions. Boy, that was a piece of garbage. Ooh, not great. We had to have watched something. I don't good, think right? we watched anything together. It's all just been, been, been crap. It's been a real weird romp. Yeah. Sopranos. I mean, guys, Sopranos is just always on. Soprano, Sopranos never let you so, down. It's our happy place. Yeah. It really is. Shuffling through that yet again. Why not? Oh, any word of mouth? None uh, from me. No? How's everything in the uh, rea- reality TV world? Oh, boy, guys. What Summer are you House? watching right now? Summer House. Summer House. Now, where are they at? Oh, they're in the Hamptons. Okay. And they're in a house. Mm-hmm. But this the summertime? year. Yeah, it's summer. Mm-hmm. They're all quarantined. Oh, no. Because this was, they're all quarantined together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a big brother situation. Oh. They're all in a house. You get to see everybody live and wow. all the interactions. Oh, boy. Oh, I, I love it. Drama. Love it. Oh, the melodrama. Yeah. Ooh, Hannah's on one. Let me tell you. She's been going through it. Don't get me started. Oh, and how's your camping television? <laughs> oh, it's good. Just been watching other people camp. <laughs> I talked about that last week, that one guy. I, I've been watching a lot of him. Uh, I've been watching some uh, some Overland Jeep videos. Oh, man. We talked about the, the camping fever. I, I've, I've got that under control. Uh, but now I got a flare up. I got uh, I got van fever. I got overland fever. I don't, oh, van fever. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. saw a bunch on Sunday oh, when we boy. were driving around. Yeah, Sunday we went out and just uh, farted around a little bit, and man, I almost wrecked like ten times. <laughs> it was car porn. Yeah, I saw some uh, Mercedes Sprinter vans. I saw some uh, Ford Econoline four by four vans. I saw an old International Scout. Uh, mm. Oh boy, just a lot, a lot of good cars. Yeah. It's really, I don't know what was and going on. And you got into the weirdest car accident ever. Oh, yeah. Ever. I got in the dumbest <laughs> fender bender ever. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. We're parked. We're in, uh, uh, we're at Seal Beach. Yeah. Cute little community uh, just, just south of uh, Long Beach. We're in Seal Beach. We're going through like the little Main Street town, Main Street part of town, and we're at a red light. And I'm like third in line, whatever. And then, you know, to our left and right is all this, uh, not street parking per se, but you know, the angled parking. What do you call that? A crosshatch mm-hmm. type parking. You know, so all the shops and stuff. So you just pull over, find your little spot. <laughs> and uh, just just idling there in line at the red light. And a lady in the crosshatch next to me just backs up right into me. In the slowest, in the, like at two miles an hour, just like, <laughs> just like crunch. Ew. And I, I was nice. I held my tongue because she popped out and was apologetic. But I just looked at her like, 
Like, what the hell, lady? I didn't say anything. You handled it. I was just like, is it? And I looked, and it wasn't just a, a big scratch. deal. And I just said, it's okay, because she looked so freaked out. But I've never had that happen. And I'm yeah. like, that's <laughs> when you're backing out of a space, the first order of business okay. is to see who is behind you. Again, just she could have been screaming <clears throat> kids in the car. She's, she's late. Mm-hmm. Her taxes are due. Mm-hmm. It was a Sunday. Maybe it was due. I don't know. Boo. That was yeah, nice. That was nice. I of didn't you. say anything. You didn't say anything, but you were you held your tongue. Yeah. And if I was a litigious little dickhead, I could, you know, <laughs> oh, there's a scratch. Let me get your uh, insurance card. But whatever. Yeah. You know. Let it go. Let it go, Elsa. Oh boy, boo. Where can we find you on Instagram? K T Low Strandberg. That's mm-hmm. it. At KT Oh, yeah, Strandberg. at KT oh. Strandberg. Right the letter on. K, the letter T, L-O-W, strand like a strand hair, B-E-R-G. Boo! Word of mouth? Uh, I don't really have any word of mouth uh, this week. Um, I mean, this isn't new, but uh, I've talked about this, I think. I am uh, just got the test results back. I think I'm a full-fledged deadhead now. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm, I, I got deadhead fever. Oh, man. Um, always been I a, don't mind. It's it's not bad. Oh, man, I've been listening to a lot of Grateful Dead. Uh, if you're on the fence about the Grateful Dead, uh, might I suggest, uh, from what I understand, I'm not pretending to be an expert. I'm new to all of this. I mean, I've been aware of the Grateful Dead my whole life, and I, I've heard them here and there. Um, but now I'm just really starting to sink my teeth into them. Um, but the live album, of course, Deadheads know that uh, the, the live album, the live show, is uh, the strength of the dead. Uh, studio albums, most of them uh, solid, um, but the live stuff is really where it's at. Uh, Cornell, that Cornell show, what is it? It's just called Cornell, as in Cornell University. I'm assuming that's where it was recorded. Um, but the title of it is simply uh, Cornell uh, 5877. So the date that it was recorded, May 877. But uh, oh boy, oh boy. If you're on the fence about the dead, uh, pull up Cornell 5877. And uh, man, just every song. Just the, the the one complaint I have a lot with uh, live albums is sometimes the the sound quality is not great. Yeah. But this, I mean, the sound it sounds almost like a studio album. And again, not trying to pretend to be an expert on the Dead. I don't know their whole discography. I don't know all their their best songs or whatever. But every song on here is just just perfect. It's just great. Uh, in particular, I love the pairing of um, Scarlet Begonias into Fire on the Mountain. Holy shit. Between those two songs, that's like 26 minutes, 27 minutes. Um, so, yeah, skip ahead if you're just trying to sample uh, track 13 and 14, Scarlet Begonias, Fire on the Mountain, uh, Grateful Dead. Oh, oh, boy, it's so good. It's just um, it's that music. It's that kind of music that's... It's impossible to be in a bad mood when you're jamming out to this stuff. Oh yeah, like it just it just taps it your toes, puts you in a good mood. It's it's got all the components that I love in music. It's got a little bit of country, a little bit of classic rock, a little bit of folk, a little bit of you know uh, instrumental musicianship, jam band type stuff. So it, it really checks all the boxes for me. So mm. Cornell five seven uh, no five eight seventy seven. Guys, uh, check that album. Give out. it a listen. I mean, I'm aware that that album is, you know, f- almost 44 years old. Uh, so, you know, odd to word of mouth something that old. But hey, and that's one though too. I've got to just uh, I gotta I gotta put it out of my mind in terms of the vinyl. I can't I can't get the vinyl. Oh, how much is the vinyl? It's, it's too expensive. How much? 
You're lucky if you can find one for $500. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a rare, expensive vinyl. So wow. I'm just going to enjoy it on uh, my YouTube music or whatever whatever streaming service I oh, use now. Oh, you have. You, you're just so cool. Oh, boy. You're cool. A cool guy. Cool guy. I feel you, boo. Hey, I, I he- appreciate you. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Guys, I hope you're enjoying the show. Guys, sincerely, uh, thank you so much for everybody who has listened to this show uh, even once. Uh, bigger thanks to people who've listened regularly. Is this and a goodbye? Are you saying goodbye right big now? Big thanks to <laughs> everybody who's uh, recommended us to a friend or yes. family member. Uh, that's you know we're the we're the little podcast that could. We're not uh, we're not, not a lot flashy. of not a lot of star power in this podcast. You know we're not one of those. Uh, I, I, although I do get annoyed at like um, I'll say this real quick celebrities. Uh, Stop it! Go, go do something else. Please, Can, just please. a celebrity with a podcast. Come, Come on! Come on! Do don't you, we don't need you to interview your friends anymore? Yeah, okay, yeah. knock it off. Oh gosh! Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you so much for everybody who's listened. Uh, it feels like you're saying goodbye, and no, I'm nervous. No, I'm saying oh, okay. thank you because We're it's been a year. We're still gonna keep going. Poop. We're okay. Relax. Look how. Yeah, because this is how I'm going to break it to you. <laughs> I don't know. What if you were like, this is, no. I'm guys, done we're, with this shit. Oh, and guess what, guys? In the next year, we're going to start doing a Patreon. Yeah, we should have a Patreon soon. I wanted to have it ready now at the one-year mark, but, you know, we're just not there yet, and no need to rush it, but uh, yeah. got some really cool ideas for a Patreon. We're going to start, uh, probably going to have some cool merch soon. Oh, guys, it's cool going to be a treat. T-shirt ideas. Oh, but yeah, uh, Get on sincerely, uh, big thanks to everybody who's uh, been listening to us. Uh, new ones, old ones, whatever. We, I can't believe it's been a year. We appreciate the hell out of you. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, it's good times. Uh, spread the word. Tell a friend. Uh, got a few more uh, copies of Hogwash on vinyl. Uh, we're, we're down to the single digits now, so those are going fast. If you want one of those, holler at me um, on Instagram, underscore Dave Stone. And, uh, yeah, uh, on Cameo still, uh, churning out those dumb cameos. That's a lot of fun. And uh, the cookbooks are still there. So uh, and offer still stands. If you need a free one, uh, just holler at me. I'll hook you up. They're, they're, uh, they're not hard copies. It's just a PDF that I emailed to you. So no sweat off my back. If you're uh, in a pinch with all this nonsense and uh, you need to cook more, uh, let me know. I'll hook it up. Uh, and real quick, um, not to, to bring it down, but uh, shout out to any of our listeners in Boulder, Colorado. I'm so sorry. Holy That's shit. Real, real awful. Oh boy, awful. that was that was a bummer. I didn't realize this. That, that was the seventh mass shooting in the last seven days. Yep. I knew about the one. America's open again. I knew about the ones <laughs> in crap. Georgia. Um, that dickhead who shot up the, the spas. Oh, that guy man. lived where I'm from. That guy's from Woodstock, Georgia. Shot up uh, one spa in Cherokee County, where I'm from, and then two down in Atlanta, where kind of my adopted hometown. But uh, yeah, I knew about that one. I knew about it yesterday, but somebody on the news said that was the seventh day in a row. Right, yeah, I didn't that know we've the had. other Good. five. Good lord, fucking knock it off, people. But yeah, uh, yeah so Let's y'all be, be nice safe to each out other, there. and yeah. I'm so sorry for yeah. all those affected. Yeah, that's, that's a bummer. So be careful out there. Um, Stay vigilant with uh, with your corona health. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people getting vaccinated, but uh, still a lot of people that have not been. Keep keep wearing those masks, socially distance, all that. You don't need us to tell you that, but we're going to remind you anyway. Yeah. Vaccinate, so. please. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Boo, hope you have a great week. Boo, I hope 
you have a great week, and I, I look forward to seeing you next week. Yes, yes. yes. And until until we meet again. <laughs> until we meet again. Uh, we'll talk to y'all next week. All right. Love you. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at The Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at The Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.